Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on and so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners, can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash drink. That's rosettastone.com slash drink. Welcome to September. Christine, what are you eating? It's actually August. Damn it, it's August. <laughs> I'm eating goldfish. And um, I want to tell you that before you hopped on and graced us with your presence, Eva and I were going um, through, like, do you know the theme of today, Em? No. Okay, well, do you I... will. Oh, okay. Don't look, but you will. Okay. Is uh, it? Is it Scorpios? No. Is it snacking? Is it... That it's not September, like I thought it was. It's not September, so you're you're finally getting on board with that uh, element of this episode. It is still August. No, so we were talking about the theme, and we were trying to like think of like, oh well, you know, next month is um, spooky mm-hmm. season. The beginning, starting. The- September is beginning. September, as I like to say. Um, uh-huh. And we have this fun little idea, and I think. Maybe our listeners will know what to do. They should submit their stories because I decided our theme for next month for September is spooky scandals. Oh. So anybody got wow. some spooky scandals to send our way? Anything like like hush hush that your family has kept secret or anything like that? Any juicy goss? You don't need to share your name, but we would love to share it in September to this to kick off spooky season. It has a has a ghost ever outed you or something? Ooh. Be fun. You know, I love, this is why when people say like, oh, do you remember when you talked about this? And I'm like, no, because guess what? It's July 27th. I am not going to remember on September 1st that uh, you've requested spooky scandals, which means September 1st, mark my words, I'm going to be thrilled. I'm going to be, you're going to be so, so excited. I'm going to be so delighted. I'm going to be like, gonna oh, give, that's so fun. You're going to give Eva the credit, even though I sat here and told you, hey, that's let's do probably spooky true. scandals. Um, I, but that's okay, because <laughs> she deserves it, because she's doing all the work, and I'm just uh, the big mouthpiece over here. Just throwing words like spooky scandal out. That's right. Um, so anyway, that being said, I cannot believe that you don't know the theme, because Eva literally texted it to us like two days ago. Um, I gotta tell you, I it's completely okay. I want to go not first. Crossing my mind. I want to okay. go first because I don't want you to look at the stories yet. Okay. Okay. Here's the first story. This was sent in by Irene. She, her, Virgo. So get the full backstory. 
<laughs> Thank you for that. The subject is my armchair haunting. <gasps> I swear to God. Where have you been? so excited. Okay. I am so excited. The only reason we're doing this is because you created this conundrum, which is that w- the plan was to do armchair stories during Scorpio season, which was like your idea, I think. And then last month you were like, <laughs> where are my armchair stories? And Eva was like, well, shit, I guess we got to do it now. I'm so- and then I'm sorry. we get to August 1st armchair august and then you're like oh i don't know the theme and i'm like oh my god Em, i swear to god you <laughs> everything are... it's it's i'm so it's it's not a fun trick about me that it I, feels I, I don't like you're a puppet master like but you're like you got caught in the strings and you just keep pulling <laughs> and you're like <laughs> i'm a puppet i'm a puppet master but really it's the puppets that are playing me so <laughs> <laughs> good one so here we go but the subject i'm sorry eva is my armchair haunting, parentheses, seriously. So apparently Eva said that people came out in droves with these stories and a lot of them were really good. So, Oh my God. See, I, I know. knew it. I knew y'all had it in you. I knew you did. Armchair and if I could suggest, August. If I could suggest armchairs as a theme, there is nothing that can stop us. From- well, so this is where we were going because I said, what about Ottoman October? And then <gasps> we were like, what should we do? Spooky season no, no, no. September. Ottoman autumn. I know, but it's... I know the month. Autumn October and autumn. Is yeah. And yeah, I know. I, yeah, I had that thought too, but I was like, eh, autumn and autumn is good though. I mean, that's pretty, no, but I think I like your October one too. Hmm, hmm, hmm. We'll work on we it. We could just, we'll do a furniture year and just every <laughs> month is a different thing. <laughs> well, armchairs get the spotlight today because Irene has a story for us. It says, Hi, Eva, Christine, M, et al. Happy Armature August. I surprisingly do have an armchair haunting to share with you. Okay, it's actually a lazy boy haunting, but basically (laughs) the same thing. I grew up in an old house in the suburbs of Chicago. It was built around 1915 and has has had its fair share of spooky experiences. To name a few, our last supper painting was thrown across the room by an unknown force and shattered into pieces. Okay, it's the Last Supper. It's a Jesus painting. Yeah, that don't is love that. very bad. That's Jesus very is bad. in the picture and it gets shattered <laughs> by an unseen force. Nothing good. Nothing good. No. My mom was locked into a closet that only opened when she started screaming for whoever it was to leave her alone. Oh my God. And then we have our armchair haunting. <gasps> i'm ready since our house is old the air conditioning doesn't work very well on the second floor so in the summer of probably 2005 my then 13 year old sister was sleeping on the couch in the family room because her room was too hot she woke up suddenly and looked at the lazy boy across the room and saw a man this man was wearing work boots jeans and a flannel shirt just like our dad always does so she assumed it was him she was about to ask what he was doing still up until she saw his face or lack thereof. <gasps> Absolutely. No, thank you. Instead of a face, she only saw a shadow where his face should have been. He was turned just staring at her, nothing else. She was terrified, so she did the only logical thing. Put her blanket over her head for protection and hoped he went away. Yeah. He yeah. didn't. Oh, he was still there. So she spent the night terrified. Here's where it gets really weird. The next day she told us all about it and my mom was very concerned because she knew who the ghost was. Two owners before us, a man who always wore jeans, work boots, and flannels lived in the house on his own. One winter he was in the backyard, fell, broke his hip, and froze to death. Holy shit. 
The neighbors found him the next day in the exact spot where my sister saw him. <gasps> we just had happened to build an addition to the house over the area he died in. Oh, shut the fuck up. That is so scary. Yeah. Um. Wow. Okay, so he... But also, hang on a second. So they built the addition over where he died and now he's just like vibing in a lazy boy at least like I mean, she he's didn't... like how convenient this lazy boy place <laughs> on my you know this worked haunting. out very well like if one day wherever i died like a all-you-can-eat buffet is built on top of it it's <laughs> the golden corral great. the newest golden corral in burbank <laughs> I was literally California. thinking about golden corral i know you were right <laughs> damn they're i don't know what's wrong with me but man i love a golden corral let that be where i die that's i'll be fine i really hope you don't <laughs> die at a golden corral we've already had this issue with you and the maggie's subs which is a restaurant you had your that's true but issue. that that would have been what hell is where you think you're in heaven but it's you're just a little off because you're not in the sandwich shop you're in the bathroom of the sandwich i shop. see so at the golden corral put m in the put fountain me, the chocolate right, fountain <laughs> right at the dessert table <laughs> just leave me there oh okay so we just happened to build an addition to the house over the spot he died in my sister ended up seeing him many times over the years in different spots but she said she never felt threatened by him she never did sleep downstairs alone again though my friends are all terrified of my house because of all the stories but i've always felt safe there i love a nice old house me too irene anyway yeah. hope you enjoyed the story xoxo irene well, thank you, Irene. And also, it's nice to know that in the afterlife, you can enjoy a good lazy boy. Although, I am curious where his face went. I feel like he had to make an exchange for yeah, the, the comfort. That. I don't love this. That I wonder if it's one of those things where sometimes you see an apparition and not they're not fully formed. Like, you don't see their legs or you mm. don't see... Like, I wonder if that was just too much, like, to procure, to, like, generate the details. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But, like, wow. Like, there's just... It's a scary thought. And I really, there's nothing that freaks me out more. I don't care if you're a good ghost or a bad ghost or whatever. There's nothing freakier to me than them acknowledging you. Like, yeah, for that, him to, okay, I had the for same him thought. To lean over and look at you. Just In that case, have the fucking consideration to build a face so if i have to look at you and you have to look at if me you're staring at me without eyes like we've got a problem it's but so also, um, it's, but, it's over the top think about this what if he doesn't know he's dead like what if he's just he doesn't know what happened and he's like where am i who's this person in my house you know what i mean it kind of is like uh that movie the others where it's like who's haunting who like it's like this <laughs> that's my this... bumper sticker instead of who saved who it's who's haunting who <laughs> so cute and quaint it's you and like a picture of casper it's, it's just like... <laughs> me and walt who's haunting who that's actually our new sitcom idea who's haunting okay. who tm 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 season on nbc oh. okay your turn i actually really don't hate that idea so let's let's discuss who's haunting that later. who tm tm you know when you've got the holidays, the new year, and then all of a sudden it's sort of back to the grind? Especially if you run a small business, it can be really hard to get back into the swing of things, but Stamps.com is here to make that a little bit easier for you. Stamps.com streamlines all your mailing and shipping to turbocharge your operational efficiencies. For 25 years now, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses, whether they're mailing out checks, invoices, legal documents, books, podcast branded koozies, maybe that's just us, or anything else. Get access to the USPS and UPS mailing services you need to run your business right from your computer anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. And with rates you can't find anywhere else, like up to, get this, 89% off USPS and UPS, how could you go wrong? 
We have loved stamps.com for years, not quite 25, but since we started the podcast, which was 2017, and we could not get by without it. I remember there were days where we didn't have stamps.com, those I call the dark ages, and I was hand shipping everything and driving it on my lunch break to the post office. It was all very hectic. Stamps.com, I do it straight from my house, and it makes my life a trillion times easier. Keep your mailing and shipping moving at the speed of your business with stamps.com. Sign up with promo code DRINK for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts just go to stamps.com click the microphone at the top of the page and enter code drink daylight saving time is starting up again it may feel like there are more hours in the day but if you're hiring it doesn't necessarily help you find qualified candidates any sooner there's only one way to do that zip recruiter right now you can try it for free at ziprecruiter.com drink ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for you. Once you post your job on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100-plus job sites so you reach more of the right people. ZipRecruiter's smart technology also quickly scans thousands of resumes to identify people whose skills and experience match your job. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why 4 out of 5 employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash drink. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash drink. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Okay, so this is uh, story number two. This is from Matt, who uses they, them pronouns. I love a they, them. Okay. Thank you for Thank you for normalizing pronouns, Matt. Uh, the subject is armchair of arms. And the Banshee. Oh, God. Couldn't begin to tell you how this is going to begin or end. All right. Hi to everyone in the And That's Why We Drink family. I hope you're all doing well and staying safe. Just wanted to say a quick thanks for all the amazing content you make. I've been listening since the first few episodes, and they always brighten my week. I've been meaning to submit a heap of stories for a while, and after hearing your enthusiasm for some armchair stories, I realized that not only can I submit content for this, but I have two stories. Oh, no way. You know, I should have said armchair like five years ago, just seen where it took us. It's just that person who spelled amateur wrong got... Got you know, us really all in a in a tizzy. That poor person. I hope you don't like lose sleep over it or anything. Even no, though it, we have really leaned into no, it. No, it as kicked part of off our... such an awesome chapter. <laughs> it okay. really did. This whole this whole thing wouldn't be without you. You nope. know what I mean? All right. One of my great nans had been very much in tune with the paranormal, and we would have many discussions about such when I was a kid as I had my fair share of weird encounters, many of which happened when visiting her, including various ghostly haunted and demonic run-ins. But those are for another time. I like how, like, that's the whole point of this. And you're like, no, 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 we'll do Not that later. today. Yeah, ghostly, haunted, and demonic, but those are not. But that's you not asked what this for is a for. freaking armchair, M, and here you go. I know it. When I was about ten or so, my father and I were staying over at hers one night as a midpoint when traveling. And after a night of catching up with cousins, we settled down for the night in her living room. Initially, I tried to get cozy and sleep on the armchair, but no mm. matter how I tried, I couldn't get comfy and instead shifted to the floor. She had a huge fireplace with a hanging set of pokers and tools, which made things quite cramped in between the ring of sofas and the armchair, and my dad was likely already asleep, so I didn't want to try moving anymore and disturb him. 
I've always been a night owl and was too wired to sleep. And more annoyingly, I couldn't get comfy. I've always found I'd get my covers caught on the tools and would have to shake it free. After a while, I got fed up of this and eventually went to move the tools, only to realize my covers weren't caught on them. Instead, it was an emaciated black arm <gasps> scrapping about the floor <gasps> before gripping the cover from under the fabric trim of the armchair, oh! joining joining the first withered-looking arm. As what? I kicked back and scuttled toward the sofa, I noticed another reaching out. What? Out of the armchair? So two arms. Fuck that. In absolute panic, I vaulted the sofa and ran straight into the kitchen, flicking on the lights and refused to move from there until the morning. When my great nan asked how I slept, I mentioned the arms. <laughs> How'd you which, sleep, like, son? <laughs> also, I like how you did, in fact, mention the arms. I would have taken that to my grave, probably. Yeah. Knowing with our, oh, knowing with our talks of the paranormal in the past, oh, she sure. took me seriously. At which point she grabbed the cushion from the armchair and gave the chair a single smack with it, telling it to stop scaring the family before promptly declaring he shouldn't be a bother anymore. What? Nan, you got some explaining to do. Uh, seriously, Nan. She kept that sofa for many years and she mentioned many occasions of seeing an arm reaching out uh, or if something she had moments ago and missing, she'd scold the chair and find it on the floor again. Shut the fuck up. That means your retainer was grabbed by those creepy little those arms. Those creepy arms and then I put it back in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it was Anytime scrapping about and it scrapping, <laughs> scrapping about with my retainer. Whenever I drop like a piece of popcorn down in the crack of the cushion, I know a little hand has touched Can it before I put it back in my mouth. Having to reach in there. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. That's that's straight out of a Freddy Krueger movie. Like, like the remote s- slips down there. Forget you stick it. your hand down there. Your whole body goes down. That remote's Which gone was, for good. That was a fear I had as a child. And now it is definitely back. That Absolutely. Fear. Oh, my God. That's so. It's laying dormant for so long. And the fact that it was grabbing the blanket, like it wanted attention. Like yeah, it, you were it wanted to them sleep. to notice. Uh. When she passed away, I never found out what happened to the sofa. Oh but boy, I'm cur- yeah, I, that I don't like because it is in someone's estate sale. It is at a goodwill. It and is scrapping about in someone else's living room. This is why I'm so scared of getting like things that are, like are recycled fi- from somebody else. I'm like, what? What magic does this have that I'm unaware <laughs> of? <laughs> I'm curious if it still had its attachment and if it's with a new owner. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, For the second story, which is much shorter, this is part of a whole series of weirdness that happened after my high school sweetheart passed away a few years ago. (gasps) Oh, no. I was home alone uh, whilst my parents were on holiday and enjoyed the peace and quiet to read in the lounge whilst cuddled up in the armchair with a cup of tea. The chair itself was backed into a corner facing a wall and a bay window. While enjoying my book, I heard a slow inhale by my left ear, which was moderately concerning, being less than 12 inches from the wall and knowing (gasps) there could be no one there. Uh, Okay. I immediately tensed up and ran cold as a high-pitched feminine scream rang out from the same side followed by the sound of footsteps as if she was running past me and partway up the stairs. What the fuck? As soon as I hear that scream, it was like both body and soul went cold. Panicked, I fell off the armchair with both my book and tea in hand. In horror, you'd have expected that I might have screamed back. 
I might have screamed back myself or ran, but in true British instinct, my first port of call was to make sure I didn't spill the tea. I was, that was literally my first thought was, I hope that tea didn't spill. How sad. <laughs> which was frankly amazing that I hadn't spilled it, nor had I damaged the book, which also looked fine. <laughs> Looking out through the doorway into the dark hall and staircase where the footsteps trailed off, I shouted and berated them for causing me to almost spill my tea. How dare this you? Is, this is like that vine where like the kid got scared and he almost dropped his croissant. <laughs> that is uh, a classic. <laughs> this was something that she had a habit of doing. Oh, I'm sorry. So this is not the first. This is, this is, oh yeah, it's a series of getting screamed at in the house. I don't like that. That's like too startling. And so close to your ear, again, it wanted acknowledgement because it yeah. could have screamed anywhere else in that house. Any other armchair. Yeah, maybe yeah. This was something she had a habit of doing when I was reading while visiting her, trying to trying her best to make me jump, not real, realizing she had uh, sidled up beside me and would whisper something silly in my ear or give a small shout uh, when behind me to make me jump and flail, as apparently it was adorable. Aw. So nice to know that uh, your girlfriend is still... Or your just high school sweetheart you. is yeah still like ah! <laughs> just doing Which, the like, like jump scare by the way like that that gives me comfort because i like to think oh when i'm a ghost i'm totally gonna fuck with people and yeah. it's nice to know someone is just doing that you can still startle me while i'm yeah. reading my book thanks a lot <laughs> i'll go ah! i'm already annoyed about it <laughs> Thankfully, that didn't happen again. However, there had been a wide a wide range of weird situations that happened to myself and her other partners on the day of her passing <gasps> and the years after, including myself and our mutual partner seeing an apparition of her after we finished Christmas dinner. Wow. What? Wow. I'll send more stories of her at a later date, as I reckon you'd both have a field day with them. Hopefully, uh, you both enjoyed the stories. And if you're curious about more of the paranormal experiences I've had from... Uh, from and with my high school sweetheart, including haunted mirrors. You which know we I could, love a mirror. I'll definitely send more over in the future. Keeping awesome, Matt. Wow, two armchair stories. That was a that was a good one. I got a deal. A double doozy. Oh yeah, yeah, Thank Matt. You. Maybe maybe you'll be. Thank you, Matt. Maybe you'll have some uh, spooky scandals for September, or maybe an Ottoman October, Ottoman autumn. Oh, you're right. Ottoman is, is autumn is better. Matt, do me a solid. For the next month, why don't you just sit on an ottoman while you read and see what happens? <laughs> That's a great idea. Make sure to bring an extra full mug of tea and just sit there and yeah. wait. <laughs> and maybe just like to the brim where like the surface tension means it could spill at any moment. Because I feel like your your partner would be so into that. Just waiting like, for that moment. Just be like, it's right here, ready to spill. All you got to do is do something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I love it. Love it. Love it. Um, okay. So the next one I have is from Sarah and... It is called Armchair Story. Pretty clear. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> okay, so it's a barber chair, not an armchair, but hey, furniture. Also, hi, my name is Sarah, she, her, and I've been <laughs> listening since fall of 2018. I am a pre-K teacher and your podcast gives me a little bit of normalcy during my day. I don't get to talk to adults very often, so it is nice to hear full sentences and coherent words. Well, I don't know. You're asking a lot <laughs> yeah. of us on wow. this podcast. Wow, that's a, a big jump. But uh, You really went to, like, the least cohesive podcast. Half coherent, half cohesive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not really either, but, you know, maybe compared to three-year-olds a little bit. Uh, okay. 
a little background for you. In the early 60s, it was fashionable to have a barber chair in your home to smoke a cigar in. That's so badass. No, I didn't, but I will be eBaying a barber chair to my house. Extremely badass. But I also feel like that would work well for your SVT. Yeah. Lean back in it. Well, that's true. Doesn't tip you, but I honestly just need a room full of different chairs for different uses. Like <laughs> I could use like an inversion chair could be next to my barber chair. Uh-huh. Maybe I have my own stretcher at this point and just wait there for <laughs> the ambulance to come. Um, but no, I, a barber chair. I wonder an ottoman. I, an ottoman. I wonder if like barbers were like doctors back in the day and they did house calls. So maybe you needed your own chair. No, maybe. Well, it's I don't the know. 60s. I feel like it wasn't. Oh yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like I guess if it, it were, was just a fad. It must have been a fad, but like, where would you go for that? Like a like a barbershop warehouse supply? Like, I mean, where, I guess they just made them if they were like fashionable. I guess furniture companies just made them. I don't oh, know. Well, I am. I'm gonna open yeah, up Google an eBay it. tab. Andy Dandy eBay tab. <sighs> wow, I'm they're sure actually they... not that expensive. Oh my god, there's one. No way. There's one that's only ninety six dollars. And just look at this. This has to be a joke. Oh, it's a metal advertising sign. That's why. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Okay. No, there's other ones that are... Uh, okay, yeah. there's like They're like $400. So that makes more sense. I was like, that doesn't look like an actual real chair. But I was um, like, why does it look CGI? It, it's oh, it's then, literally a picture. A drawing. <laughs> okay. I am going to end up on eBay in a, in a spiral later, though. So. Oh, yeah. Don't you worry. But now, see, now they sell barber chairs that you have to look like for an antique one you know because these are all mm-hmm. like hydraulic recline beauty yeah, yeah, spa yeah. hair styling you know yeah you gotta find the nonsense. old rickety rackety ones with the story yeah. the ones that like you're a little scared to sit on because <laughs> it might <laughs> fall apart but damn you know you're gonna get a good haircut in it <laughs> that's true uh or have a good cigar um, yeah at the very least at the very least all right so in the early 60s it was fashionable to have a barber chair in your home to smoke a cigar in when my brand When my grandparents got married, they asked my great-grandparents for a chair, not thinking they were going to get one as they were very expensive. After the wedding, my great-grandpa surprised my grandparents with a barber chair. This was not any old chair, though. This chair was the barber chair that my great-grandfather had gotten his hair cut in for the last 20 years. Oh, that's That's so sweet. That's so cool. That's very sweet. That's so touching. And the chair that my... Okay. I'm going to cry now. And the chair... And the chair... That my grandfather, father, and aunt had all had their first haircuts in. Oh, Is that not the sweetest thing ever? That's very sweet. Uh, the store that they went to to get their haircut was going out of business, and my great-grandpa was able to get the chair for cheap. Flash forward a couple years, and my grandparents have given the chair to my parents. It now sits in the entryway to our house and is a great conversation starter when you have nothing to talk about. I love a conversation piece. Love I just love a conversation them. piece. The best. Now for the spooky. When I was younger, I used to play on the chair. Every time I would sit in the chair, I would smell cigar smoke. Shut up. I wonder if it was just so old that you were sitting on the leather and like pressing smell. I literally was like, it's a cloud that comes out of the leather, the upholstery and the leather. You know when you're on like a gross high school bus and like you can like smell the sweat of children before you? sit down and it's like a cloud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had that same (laughs) thought. I had that same thought. Now this... A uh, chair has not been smoked in in 25-ish years and has wow. been recovered twice. So there should be no smoke smell. Okay. Recently, I went home for the weekend and got up in the middle of the night to get a glass of water. When I walked past the chair, I swear someone was looking at me. <gasps> 
when I turned around, I saw a younger version of my great grandfather who Shut died before I was born smoking in the chair. Shut up. That's oh, cool. That was Goose Cam alert. Goose Cam for sure. That was a that's a this is a bumpy ride over eee! here. He oh smiled and disappeared. That is amazing. That's uh, amazing. It, she says it was a definite what the hell moment, but super cool because I had only seen pictures of him. Thanks for the podcast. And I really loved your Boston show this Ooh. past March. Stay spooky. Sarah, smiley face. Sarah, that's quite a tale. I don't know if you can see. Yeah, you are getting. I'm bumping Woo! it up. Wow. That, Goose that's cam. super spooky. Oh, my God. Wow. And also that means that like you're, you know, it's just another good confirmation that people that are in your family stay and watch after you and all that yeah absolutely i got i gotta admit though like that's one of my fears is that i'm just casually walking in the dark to get a glass of water or something from the fridge and they're just like a person it's just one of my fears i don't know that is a fear but it's also more fearful if you don't know the person well right and and (laughs) the thing is i don't think it would be someone i know in my house can you imagine being irene and it's someone without a face like no thanks exactly i don't i don't love that well and my uh and my house the last time my cousin stayed the night, um, she was walking back up the stairs from getting a cup of water. It's like they only want to show up when we're thirsty. And <laughs> uh, she was walking up the stairs and someone was walking up behind her, oh, which no. is like the worst fear because it's like, nope. that's the thing you Chase like. Chase you up the stairs. Do the all fours crawl from the up basement. the stairs. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it was my grandpa, the one that <gasps> I'd seen in the house before. And he was following her up the stairs just to, like, make sure she got to bed, I guess. He's and like, oh, shoo, shoo, go back to bed. And he's like, you're taking away from my time down here. Yeah. <laughs> and interestingly, she said that he looked um, like his normal age. And he, everyone that has seen him says that he's a different age. So I wonder if he just shows up at a time that makes you feel safest or, or that, that you, you recognize him, him the best. Yeah. Yeah. But... He also had two legs, and when we knew him, he had oh. had one amputated. So he's like, "Watch me walk up these stairs." He was like, "You're not going to forget this." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm showing Just, off now. Like, look what I can do. So <laughs> interesting that he could like almost that makes it. There's such like a a cool element to that, but then it gets really sinister really quickly. Of like, oh, so they can just shape shift into anything they want. That's a great point. It's like, mm. it's like thank you for picking two legged age that we recognize you by but it could be mr no face in which case like if you have the ability to shift then why are you not picking the face what's happening there maybe it's just your own perception that changes like from person Mm. to person not the actual spirits doing it intentionally maybe it's just the way you perceive them or maybe the the better you know them the more energy you can give to the shape shift i don't know i don't know either i don't know i'm just getting really (laughs) i'm having a, a a little if only I had a joint, I'm sure I'd have a, a real oh appreciation for this conversation. Careful, because we're, our mailbox is going to get full, and I don't know if I want you smoking anything. I don't know if I want a federal crime committed with a bunch of joints in our mailbox. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that either. Um, okay, this story back is... Back to the armchairs. Back to the armchairs. This is from Casey. Uh, and Casey's a she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. And this is plain and simple. Armchair-related listener story. And fantastic. <laughs> Hello to the entire lovely and that's why we drink family and beyond. My name is Casey. I live in St. Louis and uh, and use she, her pronouns. I was listening to June's listener stories. And when M said they wanted armchair related stories, oh boy, I remembered one of those in my family. <gasps> 
My dad is not big into the paranormal, but he always tells one family story about a spooky occurrence. Apparently, we had a great uncle, as in grand, not a fantastic uncle. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you're... I like how your great uncle had to be like kind of not amazing for you to have to tell us that to specify <laughs> like it could have they could have just meant great either way but you're like no 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 only in one definition. no only in the one the very technical definition <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we had a great uncle who had a large chair that he retired to each night once in a rare while when he would get up to head to bed he would feel two hands upon his chest that would push him back into the chair oh after that push, he would be able to get up again. So, like, he just needed to, he has to sit back down just to get back up. Ugh. That's rude. That's just called sleepiness. I feel those hands all the time. Yeah, me and too. I too. That's why I'm always lying down. I'm like, but, but, you know, the <laughs> sleepy angel is just holding me down. Say, angel just wants me to be horizontal. <laughs> so, while this is creepy on its own, every time this occurred, he would wake up the next day to find out that a member of the family had died. Oh, shit. Oh, so this wasn't happening every time he got out of the chair. Oh, mm. wait. You literally said it wow. was a rare thing, I think. I oh, was yeah. clearly choosing to ignore that. Oh, I often oh, that's wonder. horrible. I often wonder what those two hands were meant to signal and how it was a consistent phenomenon, but it was stuck with, but it has stuck with me till this day. Thanks for all the stories, spooks and laughs. Love y'all best, Casey. Wow. What do you so, think that is? I don't know, but I would be terrified if I felt those hands. I'd be like, I better fucking call everyone and say my Seriously. goodbyes. Like, I'd be like, who could it possibly? And also, like, do you have to be in a certain, like, at a certain tier of I love you and I care about you to be recognized? Like, what if, like, yeah. it didn't happen and, like, grandma died, you know? Like, yeah, that's so wild to think about. How many times do you think it happened before he realized the pattern, you know? And then yeah. did he have to go back and say, like, wait. Did it happen that day that so-and-so died? Like, wow. Oof. Yeah. How many times have people died in your family for him to pick up on that? That's really creepy. Wow. I think I'd almost rather not not have a, not know. Like, like I don't want to be involved. Yeah. I don't, I feel like maybe the hands are like a, like a take a moment kind of thing of like a sit and reflect on people you love. (laughs) And then he's like, nope. (laughs) And he's like, I'm trying to go to bed. Do you mind? (laughs) Wow, I would be so scared every time I felt those hands. Me too. Me too. I wonder uh, if when it's his turn, if he felt particularly <gasps> strong hands. Oh, no. He he feels the hands the other way, like pushing him out of the chair. <laughs> Get up. <laughs> I wonder if everyone else feels hands when it's his turn. Oh, interesting. A little inverse situation. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, it sounds like he did already pass, right? Because she oh, said right. we had a great uncle who was not mm. grand. He or no, who was grand? He just wasn't that great. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow, super creepy, Casey. Oh, yikes. thank you, Casey. Maybe, maybe I don't know if you knew that about someone that sits on that couch. Would you go sit on the couch? Nah, me either. Not for me. Not today. <laughs> I think I'd be scared, like. I don't know. I guess maybe that would just be like it happened to be a day where nobody I cared about passed the next day. I would have to sit on it like every night until someone died to see if it actually worked for me. Which like you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I don't want to test that out, you know. I don't want to even invite like, that energy into my life. Yeah, I agree. 
Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. I know I've talked about it before, but we received the most lovely gift basket from Funlove. First of all, I didn't know what it was at first, and then when I pulled out a vibrator, I thought, oh boy, this is not your everyday fruit basket. There was everything, I'm telling you, from sexy perfumes to toys to vibrators to lube. I mean, I gotta say, it's like a one-stop shop, okay? If you go to funlove.com and you're looking for maybe a romantic evening, either with a loved one or with yourself, they've got what you're looking for, I can promise you. So what are you waiting for? Explore, discover, indulge, and make love fun by visiting funlove.com. And if you live in Arizona or Colorado, check out one of their 18 store locations. Hey, maybe I'll stop by when I'm in town. And for a limited time, you can save 30% off your first order when you use the code DRINK at funlove.com. Head to funlove.com today and use code DRINK at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today. It feels very fitting that Juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy, we're happy. But because we're not mind readers, we don't always know when they're unwell. And in my experience, cats are not the most, you know, open when it comes to sharing their woes. And there goes Junie, literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell, thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues, and Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small, lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room, and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus, we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD code ATWWD to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash ATWWD code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Uh, okay, so the next one I have is from Kendall, she, her, and the subject is paranormal armchair story. Alrighty. Hi, hello. I've listened for a few years and even got to meet you once early on. Me and my friend had the You're Doing Amazing Sweetie shirts on at one of your first shows in LA. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I think I took a picture of them on my they, phone. We probably do have photos. There are and some ex- people. Oh, I was going to say, there are some people when they wear a shirt at the meet and greet that just like particularly gets me going. I ask them if I could take a picture with my phone and I always feel awkward because I don't think they see that coming. And it's like usually of their chest because it's on their shirt. (laughs) Yeah, I feel weird about that too. But some people just have some real doozies. It's like, it's really worth it. People come up with all sorts of stuff. Someone had a picture of us or something was going on. They'll, They'll know who they are, I think. I think it was in Texas. I really don't know. But we've gone there multiple times now to this venue. And they had a shirt of us or something. And then I made them take a picture. I liked it so much that I wanted to take a picture with them with the shirt. And then they came to another yeah, show that's and had that a picture, picture on the shirt. of us with them on their shirt. And then we took a picture 
Yeah, it was. It was they wild. T- they then took that picture, put it on a shirt, and then I needed a picture with that. It was that was like so fun. I still oh, think about them. Oh my god. Um. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm excited. I have a story that fits perfectly for your recent armchair request. A few years ago, I lived in a different apartment complex. It was a really nice place, just a bit far from work. It was a fairly new build, so it honestly was not the sort of place you would expect spoopy things to happen in. Nevertheless, I would regularly have things disappear and then reappear in unlikely areas. That's one of my favorite topics Mm -hmm. in paranormal. Mm -hmm. Once a friend lost her sunglasses, and then later that night, we saw them in the dead center of the living room. They're always in the center. Yeah. What does it, it really, mean? I wonder if that's like a rule that you have to follow in the afterlife yeah, or if everyone's just like, like, I don't know. I don't if know. They've all just thought that was like a creative prank. Like, do they <laughs> all think know. they're original? Like, yeah. if you're a ghost at this point, hide it like on the ceiling or something and make it real creepy. Don't do that to me if you're Don't a ghost in you this room. Don't you dare. Don't even suggest it. <laughs> I was oh, just trying to think of something doing? new. Never mind. I don't want that. Just this... please keep it in the center. Please don't touch it ever. That, that too. This happened with various cords, keys, other small objects. I also once found my only stuffed animal, a manatee, placed by my cat's food dish as if it was eating. Shut <laughs> up. Ew. What the fuck? Ew. Ew. Funny, like funny. It's, it is but funny it, in a creepy way. None it'd, be of funny it ever, if a, it'd be funny if a toddler did it, not a I ghost. feel like it might have been a little kid, right? Yeah. Oh, wait, here. None of it ever felt sinister, just mischievous, like a little boy was playing pranks. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I called him Jeremy. Giving it a name just made me less nervous, and for the most part, it was easy to brush off, and he never hid things for too long, so we mostly coexisted in peace, and I was able to kind of brush things off as misplaced. Mm-hmm. However... This is one I cannot brush off. Oh, Jeremy. One morning, I woke up and went to turn my lamp on, and it didn't work. Huh, weird. I tried the other lamp. Also nothing. I got up, and the overhead light was fine, so not a power outage. I went out to the living room, and guys, there was a little... God, I'm so freaked out. What? There was a little pile of three or four light bulbs (gasps) on my fucking armchair. No. That's all. No. You're I, wrong, Kendall. You're wrong. I can't <laughs> cope with this story. This is so bad. That is, honestly, Jeremy's taking it too far. Jeremy, Jeremy needs to sit step it back a little bit. Down. Yeah. Uh, I don't love this at all. So the light, the lamps didn't work. That's weird. Go out in the living room and the fucking light bulbs from the lamps by your bed. Yeah. By the way. That's an extra, that's an extra firm pass. Oh, for- God. To, it'd be one thing if it was in a room and all of that happened away from you, but to be so close to your unconscious face. Yes. And it's one of those things. We've talked about this before. But How like, does it get there? Does it unscrew like, it? Do, would, if you were to open your eyes, would it just kind of like float away? Right. With, with do a, you see a, it? Does in it a just little invisible hand? Like what happens? Okay. There's more here. I went around the apartment and sure enough, each of the light bulbs from various lamps had been unscrewed and placed in the armchair. I didn't mention this, but I am a huge klutz. Is it technically possible I did it while sleeping? I guess. But to be honest, I cannot see myself as having that kind of dexterity and successfully tilting all the lamps, unscrewing the bulbs, and placing them on the far end of my apartment without knocking anything over, tripping, etc. My friends agree that it's not possible. Anyway, that's my armchair story. Hope you had fun, Kendall. <laughs> fun i don't know kendall fun um, is not the right word fear had that I'm definitely freaked out oh my god 
I especially like for it to be from light bulbs from multiple rooms. It was like now you know he's it's like in in the world of the blueprint theory like he is able to access all of your rooms yeah you know that's super freaky to me like it'd be one thing if it was if it stayed in one spot yeah but he is fine all over he's roman okay well thank you kendall um this next one is from Jacqueline, who uses she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. And is a Capricorn. Oh, I like a cap. And the subject line is armchair, amateur, armature. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all three. Um, I like how this starts because immediately it says preamble. Thank oh. you. Thank you for getting me and my ADHD brain through a pandemic with your cognitive dissonance alleviating tales, <laughs> offering just the right level of what the fuck to explain to my brain, all of the emotions and cortisol pumping through my veins on any given day. Did Is that, that make sense? Is a Fall Out Boy song? It sounds like it. <laughs> that was just one title to a song. Yeah. Uh, did that make sense? Hope not. Love you both. Love all that you do. Uh, could gush endlessly, but let's get into it. Let's crack into it. Come let's on. Crack, let's crack into Come it. Come on, Jacqueline. First off, I had no idea that armature was a word. Synonyms include skeleton and carcass, so I think it's safe to say your spooky <gasps> ghouls, gals, and babies are here for it. I don't think I, I knew that. I don't think I did either. I used to have lucid dreams as a child, so <sighs> lucid that I often confuse those dreams with memories. Oh. Now, now enter the armchair. From age two, from ages two to eight, I had the same lucid dream every <gasps> Halloween. What? October 31st, 1992 to Y2K, baby. <laughs> so, uh, like clockwork, in my dream, it was Halloween and I was dressed as a little witch Aww. and it was time to trick or treat. I would tell, I could tell because the covered porch was covered in windows and it was dusk, a warm but uncannily fluorescent orange light cast through the porch, dipping everything in the otherworldly jack-o'-lantern glow. Are you a Whoa. writer? Do you write follow boy songs? Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> Is this Pete Wentz? <laughs> I had a broom and I could fly on it. Uh, problem was I was trapped in this little covered porch and turns out flying was somewhat exhausting, but I knew that I couldn't touch down. Why you may ask? Well, there was an oddly humanoid scarecrow on, on the raggedy maroon velvet armchair adorned with gauche embroidered grape leaves inside the porch. What the fuck? I couldn't be sure if the scarecrow below me was an elderly man, a mannequin, or a scarecrow, but I knew he was living. Ew. And I and I knew he was unsafe. Oh my god, what the fuck? He was balding with white wispy hair and yellow tinted aviator glasses. He wore blue plaid and had straw coming out of his sleeves, but liver spotted skin stretched over his hands. What the fuck? I could tell he was somehow human, like a human disguised as a scarecrow. I knew the door was locked. I knew this man was unsafe. Wake up. I'm sweating. Every time I'm petrified, crying. I call for my mom. I tell her my dream. Flash forward. We're moving back to my mom's hometown. My mom wants to be closer to her mom, my grandma. My grandma, who left her first husband, which was my mother's dad, mm -hmm. he was in, albeit traumatized abusive alcoholic um and she left him for merv another abusive alcoholic oh boy my mom was worried about her and wanted to be closer i never met merv and when merv moved into my grandmother's home my mother moved out 
when I met Merv at his and my grandmother's apartment under my mother's hypervigilant intense supervision, he was deeply sunken into a maroon velvet armchair <gasps> with the same grape leaves, and I immediately burst into tears. <gasps> he was the scarecrow man from my nightmares. Oh, my God. What? My, gra- my grandmother, a superstitious woman, listened to my story, listened to my dreams, and left him. My mother, a brave woman whose story wasn't listened to, confirmed that Merv was a very unsafe man for any woman to live with. I know that epigenetics is a relatively new area of research with mothers and fathers seemingly passing down their genetic memories onto their offspring. Oh my God. But it is the only way I can explain how I knew what Merv looked like, how I knew he was dangerous, and how his face made it into my dreams. Thank you for all that you do and for providing a platform to share stories that are too bizarre to go untold. As a former social worker in practice, but forever social worker at heart, thank you for being advocates for inclusion for the life forces we can see and the forces we can't. Wow. Damn. Are you a writer? What the hell is going on here? Story. That is insane. Wow. That was freaking bananas. So, so the, the, I love, I watch a lot of epigenetic TikToks. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And it is fascinating how they have proven that you can carry trauma um, in the womb. Uh, You can pass it on genetically. Um, Yeah. So that is really interesting. So the idea that like her mom knew that he was a dangerous man. Yeah. And maybe she was like reflecting her mom's. I also, yeah, and like she could just, she was flying around, she was stuck in, and also I wonder like from a dream analysis perspective, what that would, because if it's a dream to her, but maybe a warped memory right. to her mom, I wonder how the dream translated it, because I feel like it says a lot to be trapped on a porch and you can't get inside the house and this man is just staring at and you. And like, why does it happen every year on Halloween specifically? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it makes you wonder. Yeah. Um, wow. That is quite a story. That's one of my favorites. We've gotten. I think I, I, that was a good one. That was a super duper. Oh good one. man. I did not see that coming either. I, wow. What a tale. Well, thank you, Jacqueline. Um, you should, you might be a writer, but if you're not, you, you got to look into you it. You absolutely need to. Every sentence was bam, like bam, an, bam. another watercolor painting for us. <laughs> Um, Okay, so this story is our last one. Eva gave us, I think, a bonus story. This is from Katerina, she, her. And the subject is the time an armchair saved my life. Wow. Oh, okay. Hello, my lovelies. I heard both Em and Christine begging for an armchair ep, and I knew it was my calling. I know that the title seems like the most biggest bull, but just hear me out. It's worth it. When I was a teenager, I grew up in a very dangerous area, but not too bad, if that makes sense. I lived in Australia where guns are really hard to own, so gun violence was never really high. It was Saturday, and I was sitting outside the front of my house in a rocking armchair. I could hear intense yelling coming from the left-hand side of me, but I couldn't see what was going on since there were trees and bushes blocking it. Me being the curious kid I was, I tried to get up, but the sleeve of my jacket had caught into a poking nail, pulling me back down. Mm. Not even two... Oh my God. Not even two seconds later, a bullet from a gun comes blasting past me inches away from my face. What? If only I'd been standing up, I would have definitely gotten shot. Holy shit. It was as if the armchair itself just knew. What the frick? Oh, the armchair. Crap. 
quite oh dramatically God. saved your life. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I would be like, you know what, Cher? If you don't want me to get up, I never will again. Yeah, this reminds me of you like the pushing hands down. Yeah. Like in a totally different kind of context. Um, thank you for reading the story. And I hope you all have an amazing day. Wow. Oh, my God. Like, I like how Katarina got to the goddamn point. I like, love <laughs> it. You're, you should be a writer, too. All of y'all should be writers. Oh I mean, really. Oh, my God. That That's is incredible. so fucking scary. Also, like, that means that you watched a bullet hit a part of the couch or a part of the room or something that you know. Well, on would... the porch. So probably oh, like, right, right, right. went past. Oh, God. But like right by your face. I mean, that's traumatizing in its own right. You know? Ooh. Oh, my God. That's so fucking creepy. Yeah. Um, I'm very. There was a shooting outside my house at one point and I didn't even see it. But it was very, very frightening to like hunt to like hide from bullets yeah fire um and so you know i can't even imagine seeing it firsthand like that that's very scary so i'm glad you're okay especially in a place that does not have very much gun violence yeah oh my god wow 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 um could have gone so differently you know uh thank you everybody for your stories thank you what a freaking you came out in droves we got to do another armchair uh <sighs> saga someday maybe we'll do armchair august 2023 <laughs> yeah <laughs> if we can remember you imagine, can you imagine if we just made it like an annual thing like armchair season <laughs> yeah arch, it's armchair it's autumn and august of oh, shit we should have gone with autumn it would have worked so much better if we had autumn and autumn then we could have just made it like a fall furniture exactly. extravaganza oh well Oh, well, we'll we'll work on it. We have plenty of years to figure it out. Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. Hopefully everyone enjoys their uh, their last uh, summer season, because after this month, we are dipping our toe into Halloween spooky Spooky season. Spooky scandals. Come on, send them in. And we might as well shout it out here while we're at it that uh, next month we will be back doing on the road doing our encore shows. Yes, come so to our live shows. We've only got ten shows uh, that we're doing, and they are going to be the last time that we perform uh, our here for the booze tour. So if mm-hmm. you would like a chance at seeing it, either one last time or for the first time or for the only time, please uh, go look at our tickets. It's on our website, and that's why drink dot com. Yes, and, and as it's August 1st, in 12 days, we're doing our little armchair. No, armchair. What the <laughs> fuck, Christine? We're doing our little uh, spooky cryptids, unscripted slam poetry event and live auction. And all the proceeds are going to the National Abortion Federation. We're very excited. We have a lot of awesome small businesses donating um their time and products mm-hmm. and we have some really exciting things you can bid on um and like i said we're the uh, f- uh funds are going to reproductive efforts and it's going to be a blast and if you have a story of meeting and encountering encrypted or if you want to write your own encrypted poetry you can send that to atwwd from our couches at gmail.com and that's why <laughs> we drink <laughs>